0: please
1: take your seats quickly ladies and gentlemen thank you hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to tennis weekly with joel kim and chris sponsored by downloadtennis.com and welcome to our 2022 end of season festive quiz Chris, today is the 28th of November and we are here to look back on the 2022 tennis season in true tennis weekly fashion with a quiz. We are all here. I'm already nervous. I'm not going to lie. I feel like my knowledge is going to come very much under the microscope uh, over the next hour or so. We're also going to be talking Davis Cup as well very quickly because... We don't have enough content for a catch up, but we need to shoehorn in Davis Cup because Canada, after 109 years, are the world champions of tennis. That
0: is a long time, 109 years, a long time to wait, considering when it rains, it pours after they won the ATP Cup earlier this year. So I doubt it'll be another 109 to wait.
1: It puts like Andy Murray winning Wimbledon after Fred Perry, like very much into perspective, doesn't it?
2: It does. I mean, that just seems so insignificant now compared to Canada <laughs> finally winning the World Cup of Tennis. Um, but yeah, well, well done, Canada. I bet all our Canadian listeners are pretty happy right now. And uh, I bet Casper Rood fans are also happy because <laughs> he has managed to get a win yes, over Nadal. In the high altitude of Quito. Yeah, well.
0: Rafa doesn't like altitude, does he?
1: Uh, no, I know. Uh, yeah. Not. No. Madrid, yeah. Ma- yeah. Madrid. Yeah. Exactly. Madrid. Blue clay. <laughs> Casper loves it. The altitude curse strikes again.
2: <laughs> Casper Rood's off on a all-expenses-paid tour of South America at the moment, but yeah, he got he got a win as part of all of that. So good for him. And uh, as for everyone else, still fighting it out in the Davis Cup, it was Canada that came through. Uh, to get their first ever title in the Davis Cup. We kind of predicted Mm. that they were one of the favourites. We said it could be an all-English speaking final and it was because they beat Australia in that final.
1: With or without Danny Nesta, I should probably add. (laughs) Apologies, (laughs) listeners. I don't know where that came from. I obviously meant Vasek Pospisil. Um, in in such the similar names and um, similar players with similar yeah, I know, ages. Such, such similar names. Daniel, Daniel Nesta, exactly, age
0: 50. But,
1: um, <laughs> 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 Born
2: in 1972. I mean, he was such a significant player, wasn't he, Daniel Nesta? It's obviously hard for Joel to forget. Um, but yeah, it was Vasek Pospisil and, and obviously uh, Felix Oje, Aliassim doing the stuff for Canada mm. as well um, as Denis Shapovalov. So quite comfortable really wasn't it in the final two two rubbers to 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 nil um and obviously, they they had reached the Davis Cup final three years ago, 2019, um, lost to Spain. So it's nice that they've kind of finally been able to get over that that finish line. And as you said, they they won the ATP Cup earlier in the season. So they, they really are the number one men's tennis uh, country at, at the moment, really.
0: I mean, they're getting it done, aren't they? And they should be. When you look at the prediction, I did say to Joel that it was the obvious one to go for. And I thought Australia were in, were in for a good shout. And they put up a good showing. Uh, but when you have kind of two of the world's top 20 singles players and some pretty handy doubles players, Grand Slam champion and Brasic so I mean, they're going to be tricky to beat.
2: I mean, one Grand Slam champion that wasn't chosen, though, was the USA, who, di- who didn't take Rajiv Ram, um, which caused some consternation. And then their doubles team of Jack Sock and I think was it Tommy yes. Paul, um, they-, they lost to Italy and-, and Rajiv wasn't particularly very happy.
1: It wasn't a good decision, I don't think. It was an interesting one, wasn't it? Because he talked about Thanksgiving... he was like how's everyone's thanksgiving going on the on the day that that usa lost and it did feel like they missed a trick with not having rajiv ram particularly given you know he'd won with with joe salisbury in in the previous week at the you know the tour finals um you know going on un- going undefeated um so f- yeah it felt very surprising that he wasn't necessarily there i understand that it's not always a case of always taking like your highest ranked player but i I feel like missing out on a double specialist of the experience of someone like Rajiv Ram. Yeah, it really, I think it ultimately led to USA's downfall. And when you come up against, you know, Fornini and Bellelli, who are a very kind of strong doubles partnership, they play a lot on the tour. Um, you know, they've been very successful on the, on the tour, um, particularly, I think, this this season. You know, it was always going to come under the microscope, you know, if it came down to the doubles and it's like, where's your best doubles player? Oh, he's back in the United States.
0: They can't get the doubles pairs right, can they? We have the same thing Mm. with Team GB. I think Mardy Fish, when he was asked about his decision for selection, said that, you know, um, they've got some some great doubles players like Jack and Francis are a phenomenal team. And it's like, well, are they compared to Rajiv Ram? Mm. You know, he's won a slam, as you say, end of season finals. It feels like the US took far too many singles players with them and not enough doubles players. And they've got enough talent on the team that if they need to rotate singles players, they can. But people underestimate how important that deciding doubles is. And maybe they just yeah. thought they'd get it done in two, go through the whole tournament like that.
1: I feel like doubles specialists are just underestimated and undervalued, I feel, in in general by some, by some nations.
0: Yeah, in team sports, because people think, I guess, that the singles players can play both singles and doubles, you know, the yeah. Dan Evans school of thought. But I think we've seen in the recent competitions yeah. that having players that play regularly on the doubles tour does make a big difference in those clutch moments.
2: I think just generally doubles is underestimated full stop and therefore perhaps the decision-making is is not always mm. correct because they don't doubles just isn't generally given as much consideration but obviously we know in team events it can be crucial um but Canada obviously chose well and they yeah had a winning team uh they came through against Germany and Italy and then Australia in the final uh so all good news for Canadians and then Felix topping off a fantastic year on the tour with a davis cup title to boot uh we've got the qualifiers that have been announced for 2023 as well um so before we get onto the quiz we'll just mention that great britain have drawn Colombia, uh so that'll be taking place in february next year and uh that's i think is that in, is that in Colombia? Yes. Mm. i think we've ha- we're gonna have to go all the way out there
1: i'm already worried kim about food and meat given oh,
0: <laughs> i feel no. like the
1: The trepidation I feel that players have, particularly in South America when it comes to eating foods and then having positive drug tests come out like a few months later Uh, um so i'm i would be i would just be aware but yeah i think great britain generally speaking start as favorites you'd have to say wouldn't you
0: joel and then hopefully jack draper can play in buenos aires afterwards and then rio pick up some (laughs) titles
1: before he heads back to europe well it's going to be tough i mean it's going to be a weird turnaround i think from i think it's after australian open uh to go play this tie i presume it'll be like somewhere in like Bogota, uh, like on clay. Um, So it'll be interesting. They only have one player, I think, in the top 300 or so, Daniel Galan.
2: Daniel Elahi Galan.
1: Exactly. So I would would feel, though, like we would need to get it done in the singles because if they have Cabal and Farah playing, that could be quite tricky i think um you know if if doubles is a big big part of it in terms of um yeah in
0: terms of the tie anything can happen when you're playing for your country i'm not predicting a win (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) but um yeah we've got some other ties like germany got switzerland france hungary uh Czech Republic, Portugal. So whole list of them. Uh, Serbia against Norway, that could be an interesting one. Um, but yeah, we'll that'll all be happening um, in February. Um, but we are here mostly today for our end of season festive quiz. So we hope that everyone's ready to get their competitive juices flowing and to have a crack at the quiz. Uh, we've been doing this for a couple of seasons now. And uh, we normally, uh, well, we, we play along uh, as we go. So uh, I've come up with a third of the quiz, so has Joel, so has Chris. So we'll be playing along for the bits that we haven't come up with. And obviously, all of our lovely listeners at home, do do play along. Um, get, get, a, get a pen and paper or go for a walk and shout out in your head uh, as you're going along what you think the answers are. We've got three sections, ATP, WTA, and then we've got a, a sort of Grand Slam and team competition round as well. Um, and I think potentially a bonus round at the end uh, where anything anything goes, uh, so there's no googling. So Joel, Chris, behave while we're doing this. We're not in the same room. I don't think so. it's going to
1: make any difference if I'm being no honest. no
2: sneaking around on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the answers are pretty much worth one mark. Uh, if they're not, we will state that, and I'll be scoring as we go. So uh, yeah, and uh, full just dis- you know um, no no embarrassment, guys, in advance. If we say some silly answers like Daniel Nestor then, you know, or Ash party. No judgment or don't
0: coming, say Ash party. coming <laughs> don't from say party. <laughs> Why is it?
2: All these answers
1: seem to be related to me. I swear. Yes. Well, Joel, we want you to feel comfortable well, answering <laughs> questions, however you see fit. You know. I'm almost glad I get to do the first section, so almost like the pressure is off. I think the pressure the then is then off on you to well, answer well, after that.
2: <laughs> we did put out on our Twitter who was most, who our listeners thought was most likely to win, and Joel, I have to say up to the present moment, you didn't get a single answer (laughs) uh, from anyone thinking. You didn't even vote vote for yourself,
1: Joel. No, no. I've got no confidence. (laughs) My confidence is uh, shot. Well, WTA is pretty tough.
2: Perhaps you'll pull up a Surprise, upset. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but the first round is indeed ATP, which Joel, you have created mm. for us. So it's myself and Chris that are going to be having a crack at this one, along with everyone at home. So I don't know if without further ado, big drum roll. Uh, if we want to to kickstart the the quiz of 2022.
0: Joel, just one question before we do start. I hope um, you haven't ignored doubles. As, you, as we just discussed, doubles is very underrated on the tour. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um I'm actually looking at my questions Joel. and I'm not gonna lie. I'm hoping you two have brought some doubles questions because I definitely have not brought some doubles questions uh to my 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 list of ten, apologies, but I do have the first question here ready for you. And it does involve two players. So it's right. one mark for getting both players right. No half marks? So for one. No half okay. marks, no. No Marks, Marks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Ready for the question? Yeah. So your first question it. of Tennis Weekly 2022 quiz is this. Which two players ended equal with the most tour titles this season with five? Hmm. That
0: is a good question. And you've got to get both to get the point. Yes, Both.
1: Ooh. to get the point um, i know it's quite it's quite tricky um there's probably a few candidates is it buzzers here?
0: i've got the answer <laughs> i don't know
2: oh gosh well if it's if it's buzzers you'll definitely be beating I me will, to it i will let's i think let's
0: alternate okay. But chris
1: you can you can go first well, only if when um, kim is
0: ready obviously i don't want to rush anybody
2: okay yeah i've got my two but i know only one is right
0: should I, I go chris go I think it's Carlos Alcaraz and Novak Djokovic.
2: Oh, okay. I've gone for two completely different answers. Kim, who have you gone
1: for?
2: Um. Oh, I don't know if one's right actually now. Uh, Felix Oje Aliasim and Rafa Nadal. I don't think Rafa Ooh, won five though, did he? Interesting.
1: Uh, and Kim, you are completely wrong and Chris is completely right. <laughs> yes. It is Carlos Alcaraz oh. and Novak ah. Djokovic.
2: Oh dear! Both I didn't think Novak five. had won that many. Oh, mm. he didn't play half the year. I know. That's oh. what I think is so interesting. He picked up those
0: budget um, titles at and... the end of the year, didn't he? Though, so <laughs> yeah. it's all
1: about that Astana Open, Kim. Oh, Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, one yes. marked, Chris. Right, one marked, Chris. Right, Kim. You're going first this time. Uh, second question: Which event this year had to relay its tennis courts? Due to play a protest at how dangerous they were to play on it's a lot of lot of hoo-ha i think about this event which was granted a single year license a little clue there um but uh yes i'm looking for a specific a, a new event to the tour this season
2: yep i think i know it
1: okay what's your answer
2: i think it is uh, napoli naples chris i
1: also put napoli That is correct, yes. The Napoli Cup officially, but yeah, Napoli, Naples. Yeah, that is the correct answer. Excellent. If you took
0: that away from us for saying
1: Napoli and not Naples, that would have been very (laughs) harsh.
2: (laughs) Napoli is even more (laughs) correct,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. Question three. Chris, your turn to go first. What did Andriy Rublev write on the camera following his advancement to the final earlier this season in dubai
2: oh great question
1: i know it's like a popular a popular trend for players to write things onto camera lenses in colored pens afterwards but uh i think this one was particularly significant um, chris do you have a, have an answer
0: i don't absolutely know um but did he write peace?
1: Oh.
0: Kim, what are you going for?
2: Oh, uh, he, he basically he did, but it was no war, I think.
1: And Chris, you've said peace.
0: I did. I think Kim's right.
2: But they amount to the same thing, to, to be fair. He didn't actually say the word peace,
1: so I'm going to give the point to Kim because he wrote no war please.
2: Oh. No, do no I still war? Get it, you no, get I didn't. the point, please, obviously please. You get the point. Yeah,
1: Kim, okay. you get the point there. Thank you. Okay. Oh, it's tense, tense. I thought these were sort of gimme questions. Obviously, obviously not.
0: Um, I mean, you did go um a bit uh, off court there. I didn't realize it had to be. Um, it wasn't all on court action.
1: Yeah, that is true. Actually, I wanted to get a bit of uh, tennis bit trivia of a mix in, yep. But um, right, question four, and this is multiple choice. Who served the most aces on the tour? in 2022 and I've got four options for you was it Nick Kyrgios Felix auger Aliasim, Hubert Hercage or John Isner
2: I'm going to say FAA just because he's played I think more matches than like Hercage and uh, Isner and I, I, I yeah I'm going to go FAA I
1: okay.
0: Just to, be, I mean, I probably would have gone FAA, but uh, I he's played a lot of matches and served a lot of aces. I can, am I allowed to say the same.
2: Don't see why not.
0: You can say the same if you want to. Is that or John Isner? Um, shall I go curveball? I'm gonna go John Isner.
1: Oh, Chris, that is correct. It's John Isner. Oh,
2: really? Yes, For according God's to the sake. ATP.
1: Website uh, I looked this up on, very very close. FAA eight hundred and ninety aces oh my in eighty one matches. John Isner eight hundred and ninety five aces in forty matches.
2: Oh, uh, that's a okay. lot. I know wow. that he had
0: a match this year where he served like sixty aces or something. So I was just hoping yeah. he played maybe five yeah. matches this was year it against
1: Andy Murray at Wimbledon. Oh, was probably. it? Um <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Tim Van Reythoven <laughs> caused a stir earlier in the season by winning the Libema Open as a qualifier ranked outside the top 200, where in the final he defeated the top seed. Who did he defeat in the final? Chris, what's your answer? I'm not sure, but I think it was Medvedev. Kim?
2: I have the same answer.
1: Oh, we've both gone for the same answer. And you are both correct. Yes, it was Daniel Medvedev who... Hurrah! TVR, Tim Van Reithoven, beat in the final. I think it was in... I think it was in straight sets as well, actually. Okay. Sixth question. I think this is pretty tough. There is a clue here, but I'm not sure if I'm going to give it at the moment. Um, But here it is. Juan Martin Del Potro seemingly because i I don't think he's announced officially his retirement yet but seemingly played his last ever match at the argentina open earlier this year losing in the first round who was his opponent (sighs) do you both want a clue that will maybe help things i actually think i know it
2: okay i've got an answer okay
1: i'm not gonna give the clue i'm not gonna give the clue Okay. Chris seems confident, so I'm going to ask him first. What do you, what have you, what has your gut told you? I think it was a fellow Argentinian. I think it was
0: Delbonis or Delbonis.
2: Oh, I said Did the you? same. I said the same. Yeah, we're right. Me too.
1: You out. You did not need the clue because you're both spot on. Federico Delbonis is correct. Yeah, he did like a million drop shots and everyone got really oh. angry at him because it was like, think about Del Potro's knees. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. sad. Oh, his poor knees. Question seven. Andy Murray secured his first top five win since 2016 at the Stuttgart Open to reach the semifinals. finals who was his opponent that he defeated? Kim, what are you what are you thinking?
2: Oh, top uh, 5 player. I'm having a major brain fart. Um who's in the top 5? <laughs> Ash Barty. <laughs> um <laughs> Daniel Nestor. Yeah, Daniel Nestor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Joel. Uh,
2: he was once for a time in the doubles. Um Casper Ruud? No, that's not correct.
0: I Chris? went well, I think I remember this one because I think it was a pretty poor showing.
1: Sitsipas. Oh, God. Kasper Rude is the wrong answer. Yes, Sitsipas. <laughs> <laughs> Sitsipas is right, Chris. You get the point there.
2: Excellent. Well, that was wrong, it. well
1: done, Well Andy Murray. <laughs> uh, right. Question eight. What did Carlos Alcaraz do that no player has ever done before at the same time? clay court event in Madrid? Chris, I'm going to go to you first. Okay. I. This is a
0: quite an interestingly worded question. I think mm. he beat Nadal Djokovic.
1: is my answer. Can you be a bit more specific, I think, is what I would say to that. Back to back. Kim?
2: Yeah. I, and then he beats Zverev in the final. So, I can't remember him beating... Yeah, he beat Rafa in the quarters, didn't he? Novak in the semis and then Zverev in the final. So, but I I had actually put down that he beat two people in one day, which is wrong, Maybe I think. Maybe it's beat numbers one, two and three in the mm, world. Was Zverev three then? Maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Together
1: we might get it, Kim. <laughs> so Kim, are you? what are you going for, Kim?
2: Um, Well, I had written down beat two people in one day.
1: <laughs> well, it's interesting you say that because... It's the wrong answer. Chris is right. He defeated oh. Nadal and Djokovic back to back. Which apparently has is the only only twelfth time that has happened on all surfaces. Wow. I was trying to find I was trying to find that out, but um yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find the rest of that. I'm assuming Roger Federer has a lot to do with that. But um yes. Uh defeated Nadal and Djokovic back to back. Nice. Well swim. done, Carlos. Right. Last two questions. Question number nine, Carlos Alcaraz became the youngest ever year-end world number one this season at 19 years, 214 days. Before him, which player previously held the record? Hmm. So year-end world number one. Okay, I've got an answer. Okay, Chris, confident, who are you going with? Well, I think it's Leighton Hewitt. Kim,
2: ah, uh, I've gone for Boris Becker. The
1: answer is Leighton Hewitt. Yes,
2: oh, well done, Joe. Twenty gave years us a spoiler old. there.
0: He did give us a spoiler. He said one of the answers have already come up, and I was pretty sure it would have been <laughs> <laughs> someone from the Davis Cup. You are not Cup. wrong.
1: <laughs> you are not wrong. Yes, Australia, Australia Davis Cup captain. Um, yeah, he was twenty years, two hundred and seventy-five days uh, back in two thousand and one um when he became the year end world number one. So um yeah, Leighton Hewitt, correct answer. A lot
0: younger than I thought he was when he was number one.
1: Mm, Yeah. Okay, my final question is this. Felix Ogier aliassime broke his tournament title duck this season. But where did he do it? I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Kim first this time. So you know, FAA, perennially kind of spoken about him in the past as someone who didn't really turn up for finals, but he did this season. I think he, he actually ended on four singles titles. But where did he where did he break his duck?
2: So I immediately wrote down something, which I don't know 100% if it's correct, but I've written down Rotterdam. Because okay. it was around that time of the year, wasn't it? Okay. And Chris? I
0: also wrote Rotterdam.
2: Rotterdam is correct. Yes, Rotterdam
1: Yay. open. Uh Felix auger was champion. Uh no bonus points here, but can you tell me who he defeated in the final? Was it Sitsapas? It was Sitsapas. Yeah, it was. Um I feel like that to- that court is like one of the the darkest courts on the on the tour. It's got that weird um, box
0: where the players is almost like a video yeah, game. Behind yeah, behind
1: the play- Yeah, behind the players. Yeah, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Um but yes. Felix Ogier Aliassim was the champion. So, um, yes, Chris, you get a point there. And so do you, Kim. Kim, I know you've been you've been totting up the scores. What was the Kim versus Chris score after that round?
2: I have been totting. Um, so Chris <laughs> has a grand total of nine. Whoa. I don't think you got you only got one wrong, uh, which was the Rublev No War one. So I mean, when it comes to tennis, tennis, you face that. <laughs> Um, And I got five.
0: Who's up next?
2: So Chris is thoroughly in the lead at the moment. Um, Listeners, I wonder how you've got one at home. Uh, Perhaps you've matched Chris or even got four marks. We we will see. Uh, We do have the WTA round next. So it does mean that Chris temporarily can't answer questions (laughs) uh, because he's composed this round. So um, another drum roll, please. Uh, can we please commence with round two WTA
1: oh, well, I'm back in the game well Joel back in the game you've got to really my time to shine it is your
0: time to shine my time Joel. To shine. Um the pressure is really on you now
1: <laughs> Google's time to shine <laughs>
0: Joel do no not no cheating Joel some of these Come are a because you probably won't have heard of these players Joel um, <laughs> oh god here we go uh, so the first question of the WTA round refers to a player that you might have heard of Joel Serena Williams <sighs> Serena Williams made her comeback playing doubles at Eastbourne, but who did she pick as her partner?
1: Kim, can I take this one? Because this is probably the only one I can confidently say I actually know the answer to.
2: You may, you may.
1: I believe the answer is Ons Yabor. Kim, is that is that what you were going to go for, Kim? That's,
2: that's what I've got. Yeah, that's exactly what I've that got. That is
0: the
1: correct
2: answer.
0: Yes. Ons Serena. One for one. He is
1: one from one. Joe, annoyingly, I, I got offered a ticket for that day, but I be, I'm from what I remember there were really bad train strikes it was, and it was yes. just impossible to get to it's just impossible to get to Eastbourne. So begrudgingly I had to say no to it. Um mm-hmm.
0: But uh, yes, I mean that you shouldn't shouldn't admit that in the podcast, Joel. I remember I texted you being like, "You find a way." I know. Um, Serena's I know. playing. <laughs> um, you
1: hitchhike if you need. <laughs> I think to.
0: I did say something like that. So, <laughs> well done for getting a question right, Joel. Um, question two: Are You nervous, Kim? You scared?
2: I'm I'm terrified. <laughs> you sound it,
0: Kim. <laughs> um, question two: Which player? had an extraordinary run of 18 consecutive Grand Slam third round performances that ended at this year's US Open. Yes. Ooh,
2: I'm liking these so far. Me,
0: me too. Me too. Um,
1: they get harder. Kim.
2: Elise Mertens, I think. What
1: did you go for, Joel? Yeah, that was my, yeah, that I was going to go for Elise Mertens as well, yeah. That is the
0: correct answer. Elise Mertens has made at least the third round at every slam since her 2018 semi-final in Australia. And she lost this year to Begu in the first round. So, Mm -hmm. great run. All good things come to an end. Um, Just like Joel doing badly at this quiz, hopefully. (laughs) I am thinking that. When is that happening? I'm nervous. Two for two. two two. two. Well, another question I think Joel's got a chance at, actually, is... um, Harriet Dart had a career best season. Which top 10 player did she knock out in the first round of the US Open this year? This is a question that might be a bit harder for some of the non-British fans who might not have paid quite as much attention to this one.
1: Oh, that is tricky.
0: Joel, would you like to...
2: I recall watching this one.
1: I want to say, I don't think this is right because I thought it happened later on, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Daria Kasatkina And Kim. That's what I've got. That was for. round one, correct. Oh, the war's round one. Oh, okay. Very well done. Three
2: from three, Joel, yeah. so oh, far. Oh, goodness.
1: I mean, she was completely knackered. I mean, they both were, weren't they? It was a long, after, tough uh, one. After that match. It was a long, yeah. old,
2: hot match.
0: Well, moving on to question four. Iga may have had the longest winning streak of the century at 37, but which player ended 2022 undefeated?
2: How could you end... End the season undefeated. Hmm.
0: Well, Kim, you've got to think quickly because it's coming to you first.
2: Ah, uh, okay. Caroline Garcia. And Joel? So surely everyone's lost one match this year.
0: I'm going to have to ask you for an answer, Joel.
1: Undefeated. I de- Venus Williams.
0: <laughs> the correct answer. It's happened again, Joel. I'm really sorry. It's Ash Barty.
1: Oh, oh what a question no. that is she won the what first question two question tournaments is. she played she this year she didn't win a match
2: oh, lose a wow. match oh and then exactly retired that. Oh, Kim you lining. were you were ready
1: to get your claws out there you were like the question <laughs> is wrong <laughs> what I like does not make any sense if in doubt straight to Caroline Garcia <laughs> <laughs> oh, well
0: she was Ash undefeated Barty. at
2: the end technically yes
0: Ash, Ash Barty, Barty. She, she had a clean season not a single loss <sighs> Um, I think she was 11-0. And, uh, and Wow. So, Joel, unfortunately, the, all, as we said, all good things come to an end. Um, and another Ash Barty oh, incident I'm, for the podcast. So until next year... I am disappointed year, with that. Yeah. I think
1: if I had thought long and hard about that, I wouldn't have got it either way. Okay. So, yeah.
0: so don't be too hard on yourself. An Ash
2: Barty <laughs> <laughs> incident. Yeah. So that means we can
0: technically still talk about Ash Barty <laughs> in 2023 20, uh, at the uh. quiz. Um, question five. Which player had a surprise 12-match winning streak on the grass courts of the UK?
2: Ah.
1: I know. I think I've got this.
0: Oh, we're coming to this you is first, Joel. shocking. If Kim's um, got an answer.
1: I think I've it, got one. I think I saw... I think... I think I saw this player at Surbiton. I think... Is it Beatrice Hadadmire? Kim?
2: I've got Beatrice Haddad-Maia as well. It's the correct well.
0: answer. She won in Nottingham, yes. Birmingham and had a run to the semi-finals of Eastbourne. It was ended by Petra Kvitova yeah. in straight sets. So
1: well done, well done. Yeah, nice one. And then she didn't do very well at Wimbledon, I seem to recall, despite being on a really good run. I'm pretty sure she lost maybe. in the first round, was I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. Um, um, and I, maybe I'm imagining things seeing her at Serbton. I know that's a level below... On, on the WTA side but I swear I saw her there but maybe not so you predicted this is this what this is
0: um, <laughs> you're suggesting that because you managed to that's exactly what I'm saying that's exactly what I'm saying wow well, um, you heard it here first <laughs> podcast listeners um, <laughs> question six the tour made an unusual move and it stopped twice in Guadalajara in 2022 for one point can you name both champions?
2: ah
1: Ah uh,
0: it's not a good noise God, you just made, Joel. Name,
1: <laughs> I'm struggling to name one of the champions. Um, oh um Ashbarty. I remember it was someone
2: Oh yes, I've got but two answers, but I don't know if they're correct.
1: We will go to Kim. Kim, I'm gonna let you go I'm gonna let you go first here. Whilst we'll okay, Um
2: I've got Garbina Garbinha Mugarutha and Maria Zachary
1: Joel, have you got any names for us? I think it is Sakari who won the 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 one thousand event. I'd maybe beat Kvitová in the final. Um, I'm going to say Sakari um, and Kudemetova. Well.
2: Oh, I think Muguruza won the thing last year, actually.
1: Only one of you have named
0: just... a player who was won in Guadalajara. It, 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 they won in 2021. <laughs> so, not a great round. Um, um, <laughs> the correct answer was Sloan Stevens. I can't believe you forgot Sloan. Uh, and Jessie Pagula, who won the 1,000, um, where she beat uh, Sakari in oh the final. God. <laughs> and, guys, that was uh, last month. That literally was last month.
1: Um, it's been well, a long season. It just season. shows how much tennis there is. Yeah, it's yeah, been a long, long, a long, season, long season. So. Um, Fair enough. I swear Kvitova did well at that tournament and so did Azarenka because everyone was like why did why do these players play well Azarenka the the season and didn't not didn't do badly there
0: Kvitova reached the final I think uh in Cincinnati and lost to Garcia in that one so Oh
1: uh, okay you might be thinking okay. of that
0: one um, yeah we're going to move on and uh I, there's the doubles representation now um so Katarina Siniakova and Barbora Krejčíková Won three of the four Grand Slams this year. Which Slam didn't they win, and who did win it for one point?
2: Oh, that's tough. (laughs) It's
1: very tough.
2: Oh, I know. Watching you squirm. I know. I know.
0: We at Joel first this time, I believe. So you might need a little minute.
1: Okay, uh, I'm going to say they did not win. It was the I believe it was the French Open. And the winners were. Uh, uh, um, I know you're going to say. Pass. I
0: go on um, say it.
2: I it's, want it's one word. Joel, you can do it. Think of that big word.
0: Oh, uh, we're going to have to move on. Joel, <laughs> Kim,
2: is it Coco Goff, Coco
1: Goff, and someone? Uh, Goff and McNally. Put him out <laughs> of his misery, Kim. Goff and Pagula. <laughs>
2: It was the start of the, the renaissance. The start of the renaissance. It
1: was. Uh, Mladenovic. It was indeed. Oh, Mladenovic. <laughs> but,
0: it, but Coco and Pagula, I think they did, they did win the first set in that final. So that's actually some pretty. Were they in the final? Yeah, they were, they knowledge the final. of doubles from yeah. Joel. So that's not an embarrassing yeah. effort by any means. And it was obviously the French <laughs> Open. <laughs> Oh, this, this question, so Kim gets the point there. Yes, Kim does get the point there. I hope Kim is also okay. scoring this section. I'm just saying questions. Oh, I am. <laughs> I, I
2: definitely am. I've, I've taken the lead oh, against yes. Joel. <laughs> well
0: um, so this question is purely for Joel. Um, but Kim, also, please answer it. Uh, I thought I'd throw him Good a bone pressure. at this stage of uh, the round in case he was doing particularly badly. Um, question eight. The longest match of the year occurred at Tennis in the Land in Cleveland, and it was just shy <laughs> of four hours. Can you name any player, any of the two players that took part in that match?
2: So we only need to name one of, one the, of the two. One of the two in the longest
1: match. I feel like match. me
2: and, Kim, me and um, Kim... surely we'll get there.
1: Me and Kim surely have got the same... We're on the same wavelength here. Um,
2: I can't think of the other player, though. And I
1: believe I'm Kim, say- Kim is
0: starting this one, Joel, just to okay, stop you there. Right.
2: Ah, oh, okay. Uh, so one of them surely has got to be Sara Cerebus-Torway. <laughs> <Joel. laughs>
1: yeah, I was. Uh, my head was exactly the same. I was going to say SST, um, got to be, got to be. You are completely right. SST did yes. come out on
0: top in that match. She beat Camilla Osario, 7-6, 4-6, 6-3. And it was... Th- Three hours and fifty-five minutes. Wow. That one. Um yeah, the seventh longest match in the open era, and I believe she has many more on that list. So well <laughs> yeah, done. I think you're right. To you both. Um the next question I figured it was only oh, fair it's all to play for. It was all to play for. I thought it was only fair that I gave Joel a special question, that I gave Kim a special question. So this is the Linda speed round.
1: We've already had Caroline Garcia as an answer. No, no, no. What this is the the Linda speed Kim round? Her favourite players
0: to talk about are the Lindas. So, which Linda was the youngest WTA title winner this year? Was it Linda Noska Noskova, sorry, <laughs> or Linda Frivitova? That is a great question battle of the linders.
2: That's really good. And um, this is Joel, I
0: think, has to kick this one off.
1: I'm going to say, just because I think frevertova has been on the tour a little bit longer, so maybe she's a little bit older, I'm going to go Noskova. Oh, I was going to go Frivertiver.
0: Kim, you've done me proud. It is Frivertiver. Who won the title. Oh, no. At age getting... 17 years and 141 days. So she's the youngest oh, titleist no. of the season. So, Nightmare well done her and they both finished the year inside the top 100 which is Mm. super nice for them and then i believe this is my final question kim you can tell me if we've had nine so far i believe we have um this is uh another multiple choice question sabalenka was the self-proclaimed queen of the double faults serving a tour leading 428 that's over 130 more than any other player on the tour. Caroline Icon. Garcia was the ace leader. Did Caroline Garcia serve more or less aces than Sabalenka served double faults?
2: Oh, so this is like true or false.
0: Yes. More or less aces from Garcia. I,
1: I I've
2: got Yeah, I've got an idea, I think. I'm going to say I'm
1: going to say less aces. Sabalenka served a lot of double faults. And I think it's easier to serve a double fault than serve an ace. So I'm going to go less.
2: Oh, sorry. Is the question not, she served more aces than Sabalenka's aces?
1: The
0: question, did Caroline Garcia serve more or less aces than Sabalenka served double faults?
2: Oh, sorry. Oh, less, less in that case.
0: You've both got less.
2: I agree. Mm.
0: Garcia served 394 aces. So you are both correct. Yes.
2: Woo. Well
1: done to you both, Joel. You've done much better in that <sighs> round than I expected. How did he score? Uh, I don't think I beat. Not enough to beat Kim, though. I don't think.
2: So uh, yeah, you're right, Joel. <laughs> I, I got eight, and I got eight, and you got six. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's actually yeah, decent, decent effort, decent effort.
1: So what's your combined score?
2: So at the moment, oh god, now I've got to do maths. Uh, I'm on thirteen. Chris is on nine from one round. I'm on 13 from two rounds. And you're on six from one round. But I've got uh, my questions for you guys next. So um, we're just going to take a quick break. Listeners, go and make yourself a cup of tea. Reset your brains. And we'll be back for the second half very, very shortly. This is Tennis Weekly with Joel, Kim and Chris, sponsored by DownloadTennis.com. And now we're on to the second half of the end of season quiz. Uh, It's part three, which means it's time for Grand Slams and team events. Uh, We've done our ATP and WTA rounds. So um, I hope everyone is feeling refreshed and ready to go for part two.
1: Chris, I feel like the only question here is how many I'm going to lose by. I... I think that that is definitely a question. Kim has set a benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to get
0: seven to be uh, ahead of Kim. Okay. Um, I think if you do get five, I'll be impressed, Joel.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of feel that Chris is so well. I think, yeah, Chris would have to have a shocker here to. Uh, <laughs> Don't say to that. What one. if I do? So- <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Are we ready for the first question? Yes, everyone? indeed. Okay. Which country did Canada defeat in the final of the ATP Cup at the start of the season?
0: Are we going chronologically, Kim?
2: We are okay. actually.
0: I've got an answer for that
2: pretty one.
1: Much. Um, Chris, oh, is Joel Ooh, ready?
2: Sounds like Joel's still umming an aria. Okay,
1: I think I've gone. I've gone. An answer. I don't yeah. think it's right.
2: Okay, Chris, would you like to give I'm us your? I'm pretty sure it was Spain. Thoughts? Joel, what have you gone for?
1: I was going to say Russia Tennis Federation.
2: Oh, because it was before the war. Um, well, I'm afraid to say, Joel, that Chris is correct and oh, you I'm are wrong. I'm afraid to say. <laughs>
0: very pleased to say. I don't want to, to hurt say, Joel's right? feelings now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, one point to Chris. Question two. What is the name of the Australian immigration minister who rescinded Novak Djokovic's visa at the start of the year, thus denying him the chance to compete at the 2022 Australian Open. That is
0: that a is great an, question.
1: That is, that is an impossible question, Kim. But we have a. This is a tennis podcast. Impossible. This isn't. This is an Australian <laughs> politics podcast.
0: I do actually know it, though, Joel.
2: But we did speak at length. <laughs> I do know. So yeah, did I you not stay up to watch the court case?
1: No, I did watch it live, um, so I yeah. actually know this, Joel. <laughs> Oh God! Um, I've got I've I've drawn a blank here. I've got zero idea. I think his maybe his name was Chris. <laughs> yeah. What was his name Chris actually? Uh, Chris. Uh, no, it no, wasn't.
2: No, no. Uh, Chris. Would you okay. like to tell us who, who you've got? I, I
1: thought it was Alex Hawke
2: Correct. <laughs> oh my yeah.
1: god
2: um, No, but we did mention him the other day, Joe, because he's he got replaced yeah, in May by, by ah, someone else. Okay. Yeah, okay. He got binned off okay I got an off-court question sure your...
0: I finally have redeemed myself with yeah. a rudelev comment
2: <laughs> that's the Australian Open out the way uh, <laughs> wait that's the whole right, Australian number three. Open three <laughs> well I've got eight okay. more questions on other slams and whatnot how many games were lost to Casper Ruud in the Roland Garros men's singles final which saw Rafa Nadal win his 14th French Open
0: that mm. is
2: quite specific there wasn't
0: many that's all I know I always do tough questions. Tough questions. Do
1: we have to get it spot on or is there closest Uh, to gets the point? No,
2: spot on, spot on. I'm being quite harsh at this one.
0: Shall I, uh, I think it was 6-2. Yeah, Chris, do you want to leave? I think it was 6-2, 6-4, 6-love. So I'd say six games. Wait, how many were lost? Six, I'd say.
2: Yeah, how many were lost? Six. Joel, any thoughts? What's your
1: answer? I'm going to go five, five games.
2: Oh, so it is <gasps> six games. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, funny! This is
1: great. I'm loving these oh questions. Oh my god! <laughs> this is going to be a bagel anytime soon. I swear.
2: It was um, six three, oh. six three, six love. I wasn't so you were right there. Not not quite on the exact set scores, Poor. But yeah. Poor Chris. Sorry. Poor. Right, <laughs> question do four. Better. How. How many consecutive wins did Iga Sviontek achieve with her victory in the Roland Garros final in June 2022? (sighs) So this isn't the total, not just as as a sort of clue, this isn't the total number that her streak ran to, but what number did she get to with victory at the French Open?
0: That is not an easy question. Hmm.
2: Sorry, this quiz got harder it did, as it went on. It?
0: Um, who's going to go first for this one?
1: I'm going to go first because I'm not confident. I'm going to say, I think she did hit 20. I'm going to say 21.
2: Oh, okay. Chris?
0: Right. Well, that's a bit of a curveball. I know I shouldn't be using Joel's answer to think about, but I was going to say <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> I,
2: I would stick okay. to your gut feeling, Chris. <laughs> okay, okay, good.
0: Um, Brutal. <laughs> I think it's probably something like thirty-four.
2: Oh, <laughs> um, it's thirty-five. Oh, no. So close! We,
1: in your face, Chris.
2: Uh, but Joel, you were so far off. Uh, <laughs> I was so was. Yeah, but she got to thirty-seven wins in total, so she got another two uh, after that. And I, was it Garcia that ended? I think it that must streak? have been in Wimbledon. In it must have been the. Oh no, Wimbledon. Sorry, back, I yeah.
0: Think it was, Wimbledon. I, that's I got. That's why mm. I went for thirty-four because I thought it was three wins t- to get to whatever round she lost in Warsaw, but actually it was two because she lost in the third round of Wimbledon to Corne. That's what mm. Joel was tossing got up between that. as well. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <exactly>. Yeah. Twenty-one. <laughs> it, was, it was all part it of my instructor. train of thought. <laughs>
2: Right, question five of, of round three. Uh, who did Britain's Katie Balter beat in a three-set second-round victory on centre court at Wimbledon this year? So slightly British biased here, but she beat a uh, a seeded player on centre court in the second round. Who mm. was that player? That
0: is a great question. I know who she lost to that year, but <laughs> I'm, I think I'm up first, aren't I, this time? So I will say...
2: Uh, Yes, Chris, give me your answer. It's a player
0: that she's played quite a few times on the grass court season this year. And I'm pretty sure it was Pliskova.
2: Which Pliskova for the purposes of
0: Uh, being specific? The one who is not currently with child, um, Karolina Pliskova. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Joel, what what were you going to say for this one?
1: Um, I was also actually going to say Karolina Pliskova. Um, I'm pretty... I'm like 95% certain on that. But yeah, Pliskova.
2: Okay. You are both well correct. Done. Congratulations. I remember the
0: video yeah. where they walked out onto the new entrance of Centre Court and Pliskova went the old way. And Katie Bolton yes, was like, yes, what are you doing? That's why I that's remember it as yeah. well. It was pretty yeah.
1: hilarious. Yeah.
2: Excellent. Right. Question six Which two British men's doubles players featured in the US Open men's doubles final? And you have to get both names to get the point. So I want both British men's doubles players.
1: I've got this, I think. Uh, Joe Salisbury and Neil Skupsky. Correct. I also went for Joe Salisbury and Neil Skupsky.
2: Excellent work, both a correct. And who, just as a as an aside, which of them won the doubles title?
0: Salisbury.
2: Correct. But that's not a yeah. I just added question.
0: two it's points F1 there for me, no?
2: No? <laughs> 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 question question seven. Right. Uh which player did Serena Williams lose to in the third round of Flushing Meadows in the final singles match of her career? To date,
0: Kim. To date. We'll see her in Australia. Yeah. To
2: date. To date. To date. Before her uh what was she calling it? Uh Migration to
0: was something
2: evolving else yes. away, Evolving away Evolving away Evolution yes. yeah. That was a Evolution I, yeah. Chris
1: I know you know this So I'm actually Gonna just sort of Go ahead of yep. you If that's okay Of course I believe It was Aya Tomjanovic
2: Chris Did you have it the was. same Yeah
1: Exactly the same
2: Correct and uh, yeah, it was three sets five seven six. Uh, sorry, five seven seven six six one two. I'm Tommy a bit Hanavich. gutted when you well started done. that
0: question that it wasn't. I didn't get to say Harmony Tan on this podcast.
2: No, <laughs> oh, well you've just yes, said it I now, have. and who knows she 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 may feature or she may not mm. in the next three uh, <laughs> questions. Right, right well I've got a Billy Jean King Cup oh, finals we question get this for you one. now. Oh, here we go. Here oof. we go. I mean, we both are, there. You are the experts. <laughs> How many singles matches did Switzerland win at this year's Billie Jean King Cup finals on their way <sighs> to victory?
0: Wait, I, I'm um, going to need a minute to figure this one out. Can I do some maths? For you. Wait, yeah. You
2: can all do some maths. And uh, Chris, you give me your answer when you have it. You're leading okay. on this one.
0: Okay. So, I'm just working out round by rounds. As to how I'm going to do this. This is really hard.
2: I do love a difficult quiz question. Listeners will know that I do tend to up the uh, the difficulty somewhat. Okay. Sometimes I'm quite mean. I'm quite mean. I do apologise. Okay, so, uh, Chris, I, all right, give me your answer.
0: I am going to say. Oh, this is really difficult. <laughs> um, I actually am going to say that they didn't lose a singles so I'm going to say
2: so how many would that mean two in reality? In, so
0: it'd be four in the group a, a semi so it'd be eight I'm saying eight
2: Joel what your thoughts? what's your answer?
1: I'm not confident they w- they just walked it all the way through I'm going to say I know Belinda Benchish was f- in pretty decent form. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six. Uh
2: so Chris, you know, it it was actually eight. They didn't lose a single uh. singles match. <laughs> so Bencic won all four of hers, Golubic won two, and Jill Teichmann also won two. So they uh. were undefeated in singles. It dominant. Went, it went very softball. long.
0: That was tough, Kid. That went very that that was a I think I would have been pushed for an answer on University Challenge there.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. You're very patient with us. I would have been a Jeremy Paxman and told you to hurry up. Um, Right. So the next two questions. I've done a lot of numerical questions. I do apologise. I will give you points for like either side on this one, I think. Um, So I'll read the question out first. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Felix Oj aliassimes win in the final of the Davis Cup against Alex de Minaur meant he ended the season with the most tour-level wins for any Canadian player in ATP history. How many tour-level wins did he achieve in 2022? So, I will give you a point if you get within, like... Two on either side of the total Not a point for closest
0: point. out of the two of us. Uh, oh, no. Actually, in fairness, that's mm. not in Kim's interest because then one of us gets a point. So Kim can decide that's yeah, true. if she gives yeah, us Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: going to stick with what yes. I just said. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. So have a think. And Joel, let me go to you first on this one. I am going to say... I think...
1: Because in my research, I feel like I came across this. I think it is. In your research, sorry. About... Sorry, research. Wait. Wait Do you what? mean
2: Googling? What is this,
1: Joel? Um, I think it's something around 81. 81 matches. This explains a lot about your research, Joel.
0: That would be the highest of all time, probably, I think. 81. No, hang on. You, no, can't you, can't 61, <laughs> you, know, you can't do it
1: change. 61. 61. He played
0: 81 matches. Just, it was 61. You can't change it again. Now he's gone back to his you, Google you've page. You've
2: just given me your answer.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Christy what's your
2: answer? <laughs> so um, I'm so sorry, Joel, but Chris gets the yes. point. Because the answer was 60. <laughs> yeah, I thought,
1: oh, so annoying. Wait, but he was 60. I remember, no, the stat I saw was, um, I think he was one Just like read 60, it from the page, Joel,
0: it's in front of you, come on.
1: Lost <laughs> 29. He had played 80 or 81 matches, which was like the third most by player in one tour season or something.
2: But weirdly, and this is surprising, that the tour leader for wins is uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas of 61 you know what? I year. would have guessed that because he, mm. where's he that plays come from? every
0: single tournament. Like he played so many Maybe, tournaments. yeah. Whereas obviously, like Djokovic and Alcaraz, right. I guess they, and Nadal, you think about mm-hmm. top five players, they all had periods where they haven't been playing. Choose
2: their
1: schedule. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
2: So, my last right, question. Come on, Joel. <laughs> um, oh, hang on. Did I just give you the point for that one, Chris? Yes. <laughs> yes. I need Thank to give you that point. <laughs> Kim, um, like okay. it makes a difference. <laughs> 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 right. One last question for the quiz. Here we go. How many drinks did Nick Kyrgios say the female fan in the crowd had drunk during his Wimbledon final against Novak Djokovic? The fan later attempted to sue him for defamation. But how many drinks did he say that she drank? And I'm going to give you the point if you are within fifty on either side.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: Um, Well, I was going to say um a billion drinks but within 50 I think that probably isn't the number (laughs) given that range (laughs) and then I was gonna say 50 but I'm thinking if it was 50 zero you wouldn't really get the point for that would you so I'm gonna say uh 200.
2: Joel what's your answer?
0: I am
1: gonna say do you know I think I actually in the back of my heart just because it's alcohol related I feel like I this is, yeah. this is your section. This is Your section. I want to say. <laughs> I want to say it was higher than two hundred. I think it was seven seven hundred.
2: No way, Joel! No Joel. way! Uh, is it? Yes, it is seven hundred yeah. drinks. <laughs> Did it? Oh, the absolutely booze typical. That is typical. The alcohol
1: isn't it? has helped me out here.
2: I should have done a whole round on what is the price of pims at Wimbledon or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Right. Well done, Joel. You got that one correct. Um, so, is last, last up...
1: question wins the the whole quiz? Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. We wish. Yes. Um, Indeed, no. Joel. <laughs> <laughs> so, in that round, Joel, you got five, and Chris got Chris got eight. So, in total, total scores from our perspective based on the fact that we've done two rounds each Mm -hmm. Uh, Joel uh, brings up the rear with 11 (laughs) points and uh, then I'm not that far ahead of you Joel I got 13 and Chris wins with 17 points well done Chris Woo! amazing listeners, listeners your scores are out of 30 so do total up your scores let us know what you got um, love to hear how difficult or easy you found that, or maybe it was just the right balance. Uh, any questions you particularly enjoyed. Um, but yeah, that's uh, certainly, I think I love doing the quizzes because it really does give you time to reflect on some of the On mm.
0: the alcohol the consumed by fans at Wimbledon. <laughs> exactly. At Wimbledon,
2: yeah. The most important exactly. topics of the does season. Get Ash Party
0: <laughs> does
1: get the exact number of drinks <laughs> at Wimbledon. <laughs> And what better way to end a quiz than with one of our favourites, Par for the Courts, guys. I've got a Par for the Courts, Christmas-themed Par for the Courts. Oh, no. It's a back and forth between Kim and Chris. And listeners. of course, you can play along. And, you, you know, you could actually probably guess the topic based on the fact that we're looking back on the season. But my subject area for you both is atp tour singles title winners in 2022 there are 38 players in total who won a trophy on the tour this season so i'm thinking 250s i'm thinking 500s atp 1000 events and grand slams 38 players collectively won all of those and I'm going to ask Kim to kick us off
2: that's very tough but we'll go with it and I think it's a nice way to end the year with a nice challenging path for the courts so um, I'm going to go with are we counting Grand Slams? yeah men's okay Um, Rafa Nadal
0: Novak Djokovic
2: Carlos Alcaraz Felix
0: Oger Aliasim
2: Holger Roon, Casper Rood. Andre Rublev
0: Cam Norrie
2: Tim Van Rijthoven <laughs> I
1: was wi- I was waiting for that uh, yes on the list Taylor Fritz
2: Oh, I was just about to say him.
1: Very good. Correct.
2: Pablo Carreno Buster. Correct.
1: PCB on the list. David Goffa. I thought no one was going to get that, but yes, David Goffa. I'm just, I'm just showing off now. What, what did <laughs> he win?
0: List? He won oh. 250 out of the year. It was out of nowhere.
2: Um. Um... Oh, i just had someone in my brain and it's gone. Nick Kyrgios. Correct. Yes,
1: Nick Kyrgios on the list.
0: Matteo Berrettini.
2: Brandon Nakashima.
0: That is a really good one. I watched this match. Francisco Serendulo.
2: Aslan Karatsev. Oh, Kim.
1: Kim, that is impressive. That is very... outrageous. Was that
2: a guess? Was that no, a guess? I remember you know it, that? he beat Andy Murray in the Sydney oh, final. Oh, yes, very, didn't good. He? very
1: good. I think yes, we've reached a point
0: of... where Kim likes to just start saying <laughs> Russian names and hoping, you know.
2: <laughs> correct answer. Uh,
0: Maxime Cressy.
2: Dan Evans.
1: Dan Evans.
2: Incorrect oh, game no. I thought he won one before AO or was that twenty twenty one? Dan
1: Evans not oh, on the list. God. No. I can't no, I can't I can't oh, give you Dan Evans, I'm afraid.
2: Okay, oh. fair dues, fair dues. lost it
0: on a brit. That's not a good way to
2: go.
1: No.
2: <laughs> I was contemplating sit pass. Did we not say sit? Would have I been mean, a more sense. I don't think
1: you said parents, parents. I don't think you said Daniel Medvedev, Medvedev no, either. Oh
0: goodness, Sinner. We should have said as well. Sinner, yeah, Sina, Yannick Sinner. Oh,
1: Boris oh. Corridge, of course. Oh, all, they're all, uh, they're all yeah. coming To us,
0: we have so oh. many to give.
1: Yep, all of those oh, correct.
2: Courage. Yeah, oh. you could have said RBA
1: as well, Kim.
2: Oh,
0: Batista I, I was going to go for a cheeky Sonigo.
2: Oh yeah, he probably won one. Yep, Sonigo
1: on the list.
2: Jensen Brooksby. No. no jensen
1: brooksby mm. you could have had guile monfise at the oh, very nishioka start of the we could year have had
0: because he won in, you could, he have, he had in
2: you no, could he have had nishioka you could have had oh yeah oh, adelaide right.
1: right at the start alexander Bublik, who i believe beat zverev oh um, that was a good in, match was it leon was it in leon maybe it's early on in the season uh kim golden swing names for you ramos <laughs> <laughs> Sau- um, South
2: what, what How about Christian Garin? Did he win one? Uh,
1: no, Christian Garin. Oh, but you he won one. <laughs> yep. Sebi oh, Baez. Yes. Pedro <laughs> Martinez.
2: Oh God.
1: Um who else could you have had? Del uh, No Del Bonis, no. So Musetti. Oh, Musetti um, oh. won in Hamburg, yep. Yeah. I remember yeah. I was, uh Torich. Uh the three
2: there's two <laughs> left
1: no Shapovalov. Shapovalov. he lost in the final you could have had this year Manarino. no oh surely yeah. not
2: yeah where did he On win the list
0: that must have been sec- second week of a slam surely
1: <laughs> oh it's half, and the sorry. final the final player which was probably the most difficult would have been a pointless answer no doubt um oh. from switzerland
2: from Huesler? Henry Lapson oh, he-
1: Hussler
2: Hussler Where, where's Hussler oh Mark Hussler, Hussler. that beat, was very late
0: on in the season wasn't it he beat Holger and he was that Sofia hmm
1: yeah I think so
0: I think That's so it. I bet but, he yes. feels be-
1: better about that win now yeah did we say Alex de Menor nope we did not yeah Alex de Menor so uh, yeah Monfils Nadal Karatsev Kokinakis, Bublik Ramos Sousa FAA Opel oh Riley Opelka sorry Kastarud RBA, Carlos Alcaraz, Andrew Rublev, Cam Nori, Martinez, Fritz, Goffan, Sissipas, Baez, Rune, Djokovic, Tim van Rythoven, Berrettini, Hercas, Serendolo, Musetti, Cressy, Sinner, Alex de Menor, Kyrgios, Medvedev, PCB, Chorich, Manorino, Sonigo, Nakashima, Nishioka, and Hussler. Those were your 38 singles champions on the ATP Tour this season. Oh, Woo. That well is
2: done, quite the 38. The list. Oh, that I doesn't include a, Dan
1: Evans. And it doesn't include Dan Evans. You you no, know, it's hard Kim. to find oh. someone who didn't win one, Kim. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kim did do that, to be fair to her. She did. It was
2: impressive
0: yeah. to, to manage that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, well done, guys. And I think that brings us to a close for our 2022 uh well most of our episodes doesn't it Mm. we might have a few potential surprise bonus ones but for for the main part we are done for the year
1: yes listeners i hope you've enjoyed listening to this quiz the 2022 tennis weekly quiz recapping the season and any of our listeners also who've been able to take a listen to any of our catch-ups our tennis weekly meets or book club series, as well as our slam round by rounds. Anyone who's just supported us generally throughout the year, we really appreciate you taking the time to have a listen to our episodes. We are going to be taking a well earned break. Uh, there may be a couple of announcements coming up over Christmas, so keep your eyes peeled for that. But this will be our last de facto episode before the year is out
2: kim and chris any any final words for our listeners uh just a, an early happy christmas to those of you celebrating uh it will soon be upon us and we'll be back uh ready for all of the exhibitions that occur over the new year <laughs> i guess or, or in the new year itself for the, all, all ones out in the Middle East. <laughs>
0: There's a lot to cover, aren't there? And mm.
2: They'll be on, on you know, they'll be here before we know it. So yeah, just <laughs> I think looking forward to the next couple of weeks of, of resting and uh, yeah, looking forward to a new season upon us in the not too distant mm. future. But thank you to everyone for listening.
0: You took that a very different way than I was going to take it um, that Kim. I was going to say, I'd like to thank everyone who supported me for this win. Um <laughs> last year I was doing this quiz from home and this year I'm winning it on the podcast. Aww. So it's um wow. I've come a long way and um thank you for for this.
1: I just need to get back in the the quiz books, the tennis quiz books, I feel for next the end of next season already. Some more reliable shocking, research please. Yeah, how shocking my score was, but um yes, listeners, we're going to re- we're going to cap it there. Merry Christmas from us at Tennis Weekly HQ. I know it's it's not even December yet, but I'm saying it now. And uh, yeah, we look forward to uh, seeing you for the 2023 season. One final time, I'm going to say, subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the major podcasting platforms out there. You can also listen to us on the downloadtennis.com app. And if you want to show your support for the show, then why not leave us a rating or comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify?
2: You can also follow us on social media. We are available on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Tennis Weekly Pod. So do give us a like and a follow if you don't already. Uh, Let us know any uh, feedback, comments, questions for our mailbag and more um, on those social channels. And if you prefer, you can also email us at tennisweeklypod at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our website, www.tennisweekly.co.uk.
1: And we will be back in the new year at Tennis Weekly HQ for the 2023 season. So I hope you could join us for that. But for one final time, it's goodbye from Kim. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Chris. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. We'll see you again soon.